Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast, where all you need is the entrepreneurial spirit because we are giving you the tools to climb higher and faster than ever before. And with that, I'll turn it over to our hosts, Josh Melton and Chad Brown. Welcome to episode 75 of the Stronger Business Podcast. 75. What's up, Josh? Dude, 75 is strong. 75 is strong. Excited to come at you today. We're going to talk about relationships, talk about some things going on with us that we're struggling with and we're succeeding in in our businesses and just figure out a way to teach you all how to get stronger. Yeah. Hey, we're going to build this whole thing off of some listener questions that we've received, man. So that's kind of the fun thing here is as we're building the Stronger Business Community, and which is awesome. I mean, I love the messages. I love the questions that we're getting from people that are listening, from people that are just plugging in to the stronger business idea and, uh, and really building that community. You know, that's what this thing's all about, right? It's like getting stronger together. Absolutely. And if any of you out there have questions you need answers to, or you're struggling to find solutions in your journey or your business, go to strongerbusiness.com, shoot us an email or reach out on a contact page. Tell us what questions you have or what you're going through, yeah. because I guarantee you others in our community are going through the same things and have the same questions. We'd love to talk about it, bring experts to the table that can share more and uh, figure out how we all grow to higher levels of success together. Dude, it's awesome. So I love that the question that we received um, that we're going to talk about today, how it coordinates with the last episode. Because it's like in the same thing. So our last episode with Vincent Buglisi, which by the way, I didn't tell him this. I probably should have. Uh, episode 74, Vincent Buglisi. He was one of the top rated speakers at the Stronger Business Summit 2021. Oh, he made, loved his he breakout He made people session. cry. I know, without like twisting their arm or anything. He just was a good speaker. It was phenomenal. I mean, for me, listening to him speak and the message and the takeaways was huge. And same thing if you go way back to episode 48 of our podcast when we had Vincent on for the first time, man, he brought so much fire and value there. So he just continues to to help us all get stronger and grow. And it's what he's out there doing and growing is is an inspiration for me. He's so good at what he talked about because this is like just how he lives his life. And it's really how he's built a stronger business for himself with building relationships, with building connections, with building your network. And our question is a little bit in regards to that. So read the question and let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So an audience member listener reached out, said, Hey, Chad, Josh, the major goal for me this year is learning how to truly connect with people and build better relationships. You two are very good at leveraging these relationships, and that's a weakness for me. Uh, you're also targeting business relationships and creating programs for a specific industry segment that aligns with me as well. It's time for me to invest and figure out how to build relationships and grow in this area. Uh, working through some things now, trying to figure out how to get stronger here. Uh, any advice is appreciated. All right. So the first thing I got to say this is I don't even need to know this guy's name. Let's just sell him something. Just immediately. <laughs> Let's just make some money off of this. This guy sounds like he's got a need. I'm sure we can figure out something <laughs> that would solve it. Uh, that's an example of of poorly doing that whole networking and relationship building thing. Uh, but hey, uh, so let's, in answering this question, so one of the things we can point people to is, hey, go back and listen to the last episode with Vincent, because a lot of the stuff that we talked about is really in line with this. But I don't know, man, you're really good at this, Chad. You're, you've done a phenomenal job over the years of building, uh, building a stronger network, really. I mean, you've got a lot of people that know you. They know the caliber of the work that you do. They know that you're a, you're a trustworthy person in the business community, just in the community at large. 
And so you've just done a really good job of building these relationships and you're a successful guy. So obviously you've been able to figure out how to do those things together. And people don't think that you're like selfish, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't think sure. you're being taken advantage of. So what are some of the ways, man, that you that you have actually practiced building your network, building relationships, but not like just building the relationship to get to get business? Yeah, and and for me it it happened more organically and Vincent his book and his podcast is a lot more defined and strategic around how you should do this and luckily for me I just got lucky and figuring out along the way but you know when I read this message here and it talks about you guys are very good at leveraging these relationships and that's a weakness for me I think that's the different mindset than what you should have when it comes to building relationships for me in the first 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my career, it wasn't how do I leverage relationships, it's how do I build true relationships. And I'm not trying to use relationships to build my business. My business is built on providing a quality product or service. My business is built on me being an expert and being able to provide a higher value to somebody than they're paying. The relationships part is the people in the community I want to grow with. I'm not trying to build relationships to leverage them. I'm trying to build relationships because I want friendships. I want community. I want uh, to be able to support people, to help us do things together. I want to learn from other people. And so everything for me that has kind of came full circle to where we're at now has been a 20-year process. It's playing that long game. It's just investing in being really good at what I do and offering that to people in a way that's beneficial to them and providing more value uh, than I'm charging or asking or even not even charging sometimes. And so when I talk to young entrepreneurs or I give any advice on the side of relationships, it's a long game. I mean, it's it's 20 years. I mean, I'd, I invested 20 years in helping people grow their business and providing financial guidance and support on taxes and ways to save money. And then I felt like I was in a place where we could do something like the Stronger Business Summit and I can come back and say, hey, Josh, I'm doing something really awesome here. I I think it's going, or I know it's going to be something that benefits our community and brings us all together. I don't know how it impacts your business but I'm going to ask for something now. I would love for you to be a sponsor. It would mean a lot to me, and it would provide a lot of value to the community. And that's to be able to come back and do something like that is a 20-year process for me of building that relationship and also building a reputation around, hey, if if Chad's involved in something, if he's asking me to be a part of something, again, it's probably going to be a situation. I don't know how it all works, but I'll get more out of it than I put in or I pay for it. So we both know this listener personally, and so we know like we know his heart when he's asking this question. Yeah, but, he just, he's trying to get better here yeah. and, and truly trying to understand how do I build relationships to leverage in certain areas, not leverage in a bad way, in a good way. Yeah, and so the, the great thing is this is a question that most of us have, especially if we're, if we're transitioning. So if you're going from, you're launching a new business or you're transitioning from one job to the next, you have to start looking at like, all right, well, I'm getting paid to do a certain thing. And I have to do this certain thing, most likely for most of us listening with other people. So how can I put those two things together and like leverage the relationships to advance my career, right? 
And again, we're all faced with that. We're all that's something we all feel about, we all think about. But really, the question is is inverted as far as and to answer it successfully. You got to look at it a little bit differently. And it's not how do I leverage the relationships. It's it's what leverage do I have to offer the relationships. So not how do I get go from here from from A to B. How do I get them from A to B? How can I be the leverage point? And so again, it's it's so difficult in this. Again, if we're switching, we've all gotten the phone call from somebody who just went from went into let's say some type of business ownership or commission only thing. When I started, let's in go the, ahead and say what we're all thinking. Financial advising is like the end all be all yeah. of somebody I hadn't talked to in five years called me three times a day. Hundred percent trying to sell me some freaking life insurance. You got that. You got the life insurance guys. When I started the insurance industry, there was a couple guys that came to my mind, and I was like. I don't want to be those guys, Chad, because when they go, those guys go to Publix or Kroger and their friends see them, they turn around and walk away because they know those guys are going to try to get them, you know, get them, get a sale out of the, out of the situation. So, oh, I don't want to do that. And I think honestly, because of that, and that was one of my early, you know, industries I went into, I think that helped me a lot with saying, I want to make sure I'm putting the other person first and I'm playing the long game with it. Now, there is an exchange here too. There's a trade off. Like you'll make more money on the front end of it if you just, you're you're going for you're playing I gotta, the numbers. I game. gotta sell. I'm I gotta sell. Bombard, sell, sell, sell. Call, call, call. Harass, harass, harass. People don't like to say no. I'm gonna leverage that. Yep. I'm gonna make money today. And I legit those two guys I talked about. I know from <laughs> friends that would say they this was their what they said to those guys. They said, "Hey man, what's the cheapest thing that you can sell me? Just sell me that." I just want you to stop calling. I'm telling you. I'm going to buy that from was you to a, cut it they off. Give me, give me the $5,000 life insurance policy. That will shut you up, man. But those things, you know, again, from the relationship standpoint, do you want to be somebody that's avoided in the, at Starbucks? Do you want to be walking, you know, with your kid to the baseball game and you see a buddy of yours and he turns and walks the other way because he feels like you're about to ask him to buy something that he doesn't want to buy. So you got to be a little bit of a long game and you got to see yourself not like how can I leverage the relationships, but how can those how can those people leverage me? Again, what you said, like the skill set, the tools that you might have. If you're just into something new, maybe you feel like, well, I don't have everything to offer with what my industry is yet, but how can I be of value to that person? And then reaching out to initiate relationships and contact. You can tell them what you're doing, but you can say, I can call you, Chad. Say, hey, Chad, man, I got some new things going on. I'm really excited about what my new career is, but dude, what do you got going on? How can I help you out? Yep. And then leave it there. What do you think Chad's going to do on the other side of that? He's probably going to ask me, well, tell me about what it is that you're doing now, Josh. Like, because I'm leading with how can I help Chad out in some way, shape, or form. Now, and I'm saying that, that's the principle. I am because there's still somebody out there saying, dude, that's all great, Josh, that you're saying that crap. But like, you're talking about my kid going to baseball. He ain't playing baseball this year if I can't sell something. So what do I do? Uh, this is a tactic that I found it helps. Again, you mentioned financial advisors, life insurance, but this goes with lots of stuff. Again, anybody in a new industry, um, a lot of people hate, they're like, oh my God, somebody from high school hit me up on social media about network, you know, their network marketing company. I'm a fan of network marketing. I think it's great, but I get like, I hadn't talked to this dude in 20 years. And he's like, hey, how's it going? You know, it's going yeah. fine. What's up? They're like, what are you doing these days? It just, it's weird, right? So from a tactic standpoint, if that's you, by the way, am I coaching people when they're doing cleaning business or whatever. I'm like, you need to make a project 100. You got to, you got to come up with people you're going to introduce your business to. Let them know, hey, Chad, I'm in real estate now. This is what I do. Yeah. yeah like you got to let them know. You have to announce, you have to, to announce that you're doing something different. But from a tactic, when you're doing this, you can call and say, hey, Chad, I got something I want to tell you, but man, I hadn't talked to you in forever. I just wanted to catch up for just a second and see how you're doing. Now, if I hadn't talked to Chad in a minute, 
he's like, okay, that's cool. He's going to entertain me. Well, yeah, man, you know, this and that about my life. But what really what he's doing is knowing like, all right, Josh has got something he wants to tell me. All right, well, what is it? Like I built the curiosity in him a little bit. And then you can still turn into, like, well, hey, man, now I'm, I just started a new cleaning company. That's what I'm doing now. I'm really excited about it. So X, Y, Z. I ain't trying to close him or sell him. I'm just making the announcement. So if you got to do that to build the relationships and get the word out, do that. That's probably, if you, if you know somebody at all, it's not going to alienate them too much. It just, it kind of puts the elephant in the room there. Like, I'm not, I'm not just asking you these questions to get to know how you are. Like, I'm calling you for a reason. I'm letting you know on the front end. Hey, Chad, I got something I wanted to tell you, but man, I hadn't talked to you in forever. How's things been going for you? Chad's still going to rush me through the phone call conversation. But at least he's not sitting there whole, the whole time thinking, like, I hadn't talked to Josh in five years. Why is he calling me? What's he trying to sell me? Yeah. I just told him. I got something I want to tell you. So it's just it's just a little it, – again, it's, there's no perfect way to do this. That's a little bit better because from the very front part of it, you're just being honest. I'm calling you for a reason that's unspoken right and, now. And that's it. Like, I think the honesty and the transparency behind it is everything. We – we know what's up. I'm not an idiot. I know you left your last job, and I saw some stuff on social, and now you're hitting me up for the first time in yeah. five years. Whenever we talk or communicate, if that does happen, if you see somebody, say, hey, I'm going to try to sell you something. Let me just be up front. Like, I got a new job. I'm trying to polish my sales pitch, or I'm trying to introduce people to what I do. I want to tell you about what I do or tell you what I have a little bit or what I'm selling and just be honest. And people are much more likely to listen or, or to give you honest feedback. Don't try to camouflage it with some BS or some text message or DM. It's yes, it's just fake. And it's, we all, I get offended because I feel like somebody's like, you're such an idiot. You're not going to yeah. recognize what I'm doing here. Do you think I'm stupid? Yeah. Like, I, I know what it. I'm being sold. You're doing something here. Yeah. And 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 for I, I totally agree with what you're saying behind there's a balance of like, all right, I hear you. Play the loan game. Build relationships for 20 years. Then you can uh, figure out how you can take that credibility and build awesome things together. I don't have 20 years, Chad and Josh. I need to sell some stuff today or I need to be successful in what I'm doing today. Well, it comes back to what Vincent hit on is the curiosity part. Ask people questions. At the end of the day, it's how you can help them. They don't really care about your story. They don't really care about everything you're going to tell them about the features that Kevin Scott mentioned in his podcast. They want to know, I have pain points, and do you have a solution to make those easier or fix those for me. So I ask questions. Say, hey, Chad, I was calling because this is, full disclosure, a bit of a sales pitch, but I just changed jobs. Here's what I'm doing now, and I wanted to ask you in your current situation, is there anything you don't like about it? Or is there any way that that could be improved? And just listen to see, is there a way early in my career of doing this? I'm not an expert. I haven't been doing this 20 years. I don't have all the answers, but I may have a solution for their pain point. That pain point could be, man, my guy I use for this sucks at communicating. It takes me five days to get him on the phone. He doesn't respond. He doesn't reach back out. I haven't heard from him in six months. And then you can be like, hey, I'm new at this. I don't have a whole lot of class. I, I'll talk to you two hours a day. And so there's places you can provide value if you understand their pain points and you're able to adapt your business model to meet those. 
And that would be my recommendation from a selling versus relationship standpoint. Man, that's good. And when you're saying that, Chad, it made me think of something actually that Vincent said. He didn't say this on the podcast, but he said this um, in a different conversation we had. And man, it's so good for this moment. He said, when you call people and you ask for money, you get advice. But when you call people and you ask for advice, you often get money. And so some of the questions, there's curiosity questions, but you know, you could call up and let's say, let's, let's use the example of financial planning or insurance. That's what you brought up first. So I could call you and say, Hey, Chad, look, man, I just launched a new career in financial planning. I'm really excited about it, man, but I'm new. Who do I need to know? Like, when you got, do you have any advice for me? You're like, who are you? And then who are you using? Why do you like him? And you can ask those questions. Most people will be willing to answer. Nine out of 10 will be willing to answer if you can get them on the phone. Some might not, but knock those people out of your network anyway. But if I ask you that, Chad's probably going to say, hey, man, I use this guy, and here's what I like about him. And just, But he's going to feel like honored. You feel honored when I ask you. If somebody asks me my opinion, I tell them. Most people don't be like, this dude asked me for my opinion the other day, and it made me so upset that he wanted to know how I felt or thought about something. Like We like to give advice. Man, we like to yeah. feel like we're helping. So you can ask for advice, and oftentimes you will find some low-hanging fruit because you'll be like, oh, man, I actually I was using this guy, but he's not in the industry anymore. And there, boom, there you go. Not to say you're going to hard, you don't want to, you know, dive in and try to hard sell him, but you at least maybe have created an opportunity for him. But again, if you're playing the long game from the standpoint of, well, actually, I'm going to say it this way. There was a podcast I listened to in the early days, one of the first podcasts I listened to called the Advanced Selling Podcast. And one of the, one of the, one of the guys is actually a referee in the NFL. I did, it's crazy how that works out. But uh, they talked about being detached emotionally from the outcome. So it's like, look, dude, if and you said this in, in, the, in the last podcast with Vincent, if you're desperate, they feel it. Like if you're emotionally yes. attached to that, if they're going to buy or not. You, I need you to buy my product and I'll leverage my soul and everything I got to try to convince you to do so. And we're not idiots. We see yes. through that every single you time. You transfer that emotion. Why would I ever think you've got my interest at heart? Yeah. When you are selling your soul to sell your product, yeah, no, you start just, feeling like, what's yeah. this guy trying to? You know, he's what? What is this? You start feeling uncomfortable, right? But if I can genuinely, with curiosity, just ask you questions to find out if I might have a need for you, or find out what your opinion or your thoughts are on it, and like be okay, like regardless of where this conversation ends with Chad, like, I'm still good, man. I'm still gonna make it. I got an abundance mentality. I'm willing to do the work. So I don't need any one client. I'm gonna get enough because I'm gonna do the work. And be detached from that prospect's response, then you can win. But the moment you start being attached to it, like I gotta have this guy, that you're gonna you're gonna struggle, yeah, big time. Because again, in that particular moment, you're not focused on the long game of building relationships. You're just trying to leverage your relationship with that guy for your advantage, and people can feel that. So you got to play the long game. You got to be you have to have an abundance mentality uh, to believe that you're gonna win, so that you can treat people the right way. Because when you treat people the right way. That's when you win. It is, absolutely. And and another piece of advice I'll give young entrepreneurs that are struggling with, I'm new in business, I'm new in a city, I'm new in a town, I'm new in my entrepreneur's journey here. Don't fake it till you make it. Everybody understands that you're new. We were all new at something at one point. Own that. Be okay with that. You're trying to become the expert day one or trying to show people that you're the best at what you do two weeks in doesn't work. So don't follow that mindset. Go into it with the curiosity, asking the questions, asking people, hey, how can I get better? Uh, and and for me, it just 
it circles back around to find some way to provide value without expecting anything in return. How can I provide value? If let's uh, let's use an example. Let's say if I started a landscape company next week, and I got a couple options on how I approach picking up new customers. I'd say, Hey, Josh, uh, tell me about what you don't like about your current landscape company or something that really bothers you. And you may communicate with me and say, man, I just don't know when they're going to show up. Sometimes they come on Thursday. Sometimes they come on Friday. Sometimes they don't come for two weeks. I have no idea what's going on in schedule, when to let my dogs out. And I could say, man, I've heard that a lot. And what we do is we have an app where it texts you 12 hours before we're going to show up. It texts you when we're on the way and it texts you when we leave. So you always know our schedule and you're getting alerts. And so you can learn from pain points of what your competitors are struggling with. You have more time and you have more ability to serve customers on a higher level right now based on the size of your business. So understanding that, implementing that, then immediately in your mind, you're going to get frustrated. That's going to happen two or three more times. It's already a pain point for you. You're going to pick up that phone and call me back and say, hey, I want to hire you to cut my grass because you do all the things or you learn from the pain points of other people and you provide the service that I want. Or another approach would be, hey, Josh, I'm new in business. I'll be honest, man. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. I'm trying to get better. Can I come cut your yard for free? And I'll come cut your yard for free two times this month and you give me some feedback on what you like, what you didn't, and that'll help me tremendously improve and you'd be doing me a huge favor. Who wouldn't do that? Yeah. Who who would turn that down? It's it's an awesome proposition of providing value, getting some feedback, and investing in a little bit of time to build a potential new customer and get make an improvement from your business operations standpoint. And I think, man, this this part is so key for me again. With I think like what people feel on your character. So again, back with Vincent's episode last episode, he talked about character. Like it starts with the character, and if people don't believe that you have it, then they're kind of want to get rid of you, right? And so if you're having that conversation with me about like, hey, what are the pain points that you have with your landscaping company? If I say, Chad, my guys are awesome, man. They're phenomenal. At that point, if you start saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, and you start asking me a bunch of different questions, trying to find the hole and poke it in, they're like, dude, like, I'm happy. I'm content. I don't have a problem. Like, now you're losing character ground with me because you're trying to, oh, this dude's just trying to sell me. So like that... There would be the time to say, oh, dude, that's awesome. Tell me what you like about them. Yeah, tell me more. Like, I'll strive yeah. to be that good one day. Like, those I'm guys curious. are awesome. Like, I want to be them five years from now. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know the owner? Like, can you connect me with them? Again, curiosity. And then, again, thinking maybe about the long game. Like, you don't need this guy right now. I don't got to get – Chad doesn't have to get my lawn, right, to succeed. But when you start feeling like that, I got to get this customer, it transfers it over to the customer you're talking to. It makes them want to get rid of you and avoid you. And so if you can look at this thing, the whole thing with relationships and say, I'm, I'm playing the long game because I believe I'm going to win. When you start feeling like you're not sure, that's when it's easy. You're turning inward, you're getting selfish, and you're not focused on the person that you're talking to. So you want to build relationships long term. You want to believe that you're going to win, abundance mentality. If you can get yourself and your heart and your mind feeling that way, then it's not very hard to treat people well. It's not hard to make a good impression because the feeling that you're feeling on the inside typically comes across the phone line, comes across the coffee table, whatever it is, uh, to the next person. So again, so much of this stuff too, man, as we're talking about this and their application of how to answer that question and what the philosophy is for that you need to really believe, so much of that stuff is in that last episode with Vincent Puglisi. 
Uh, and again, check Vincent out too. TotalLifeFreedom.com is amazing stuff in regards to really building relationships and winning in business. We all know that, that this is a huge part for overwhelming majority of us in winning at business and winning in life is being able to build uh, just a really strong network, right? So that when you got things, when you want to celebrate, you want people to celebrate. Every now and then things go bad. You need some people to help you out. This is all a part of that. So anything final, man, we answering that question from our listener today? Yeah. A couple of things that I want to mention here is uh, highlighting a piece of this from Vincent's episode was, his, was the story about his mechanic. His mechanic provided value and trust and service when he found opportunity to fix somebody's problem without charging them. And for new entrepreneurs and to come back to the question from our listener, anytime you can provide a service for somebody that exceeds their expectation, whether it's through the service or your fee or not charging, whatever it may be, it creates a word of mouth situation. And almost everybody I know in business started growing their business to 1 million, 2 million, 5 year, 5 million in revenue through word of mouth. Thinking you can grow a business or sell or provide value through social or videos or TikTok, it just doesn't work. It's a piece of growing a business and a brand, but it's not what's going to capitalize on providing value to people or building that word of mouth experience like this mechanic where people showed up at his funeral and they all felt special and loved and used this guy for their entire lives. So I highly encourage, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're trying to do from a relationship standpoint, figure out a way to do it where it provides a word of mouth experience for somebody where they're willing to share it and talk about it at the dinner table or with other people. And the last uh, advice I'll give uh, from our listener that reached out is it's hard to build, it's hard to quickly build that trust and build that relationship through your business or your product or service. It's way easier to do it in a community environment. Join organizations, join nonprofits, show up, let people know they can depend on you in other places. You're giving back in other areas. You show up, you work hard, you communicate, you're dependable. You're all trying to accomplish some other goal together. And that goes further in building business and building relationships faster than trying to do it through your product or service or before you become an expert in something. If you're able to focus on the value that you can give, the value you bring to the table that you can offer to others, and I believe this is like outside of your outside of your product, outside of what's making you money. If you can focus on what is the value that I can give, then you're going to get more value back than you could ever gain trying to trade trying to go get it one by one. Right? You'll create that uh, reciprocity and that really, I mean, over time, that compound effect that there's so much value coming back to you because you've given so much. You've planted so many value seeds that you're reaping a value harvest. So focus on how you can support your network, uh, not how you can be supported by your network. If you can do that, then you will be supported by your network more than you can handle. You'll be being like, God, I, I need you guys to stop, stop sending me so many referrals. I can't handle the business anymore. So focus on giving and you will gain, my friends. Uh, this is episode 75 of the Stronger Business Podcast. If you guys got questions, comments, snob remarks, we'll take those too. Hit us up on the website or on Instagram. We look forward to answering more of your listener questions.
If you enjoyed this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast, then leave us a review and share it with a friend. You can find us online at strongerbusiness.com or check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Stronger Business. We look forward to hearing from you and have a great 2022.